the smooth sounds of one, two, three, yes, wrestling. WNUA. You're listening to the only episode 45 of one, two, three, yes, wrestling. This week we talk all about and preview week one of the Wednesday Night War between AEW Dynamite and NXT. We also preview the season premiere of Raw and the first SmackDown on Fox. And what legend now feels like they do have one more match. That and so much more this week. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all podcasts and social media services. And if you want to join the conversation, shoot us an email at 123yeswrestling at gmail.com. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to 123Yes Wrestling, where we are the only wrestling podcast trying to bring some love back to professional wrestling. I'm Chris, and as always this week, I'm joined by Ed. How are we doing, Ed? Sir, I am doing just fine. The countdown to going back to work is on for me. I've accepted a new role with Comcast Business. I should tentatively be starting next week on the 7th, which is great news because I'm starting to go a little stir-crazy. As I was telling you, I've been finishing these tables or refinishing them, and the only thing I can say is when you remove a varnish from a 20-year-old piece of furniture, what comes off of this can only be described is the very thing that creates demigorgons from Stranger Things. It is hideous. But other than that, things have been good at the house. Very good. Nice. nice. Yeah, it seems to be coming together every time I see a little bit more of it and and lots of keeping you busy, lots of projects, which is always good. I know I went back to work last week and I did a 40-hour week. It's my first 40-hour work week I've done in a while. So I was Wow. I was tired and then I was sore. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to <laughs> do anything. So it's it's been fun though. It's been fun to good. get back into the swing of things and I think I start a internship to finish my degree next week. So nice. I should be starting that Monday. So that'd be good doing some web design and some web design and graphic design and podcast. I think I even get to guest host a podcast and everything. So that should be a good time. That will indeed be awesome. Since I have experience. Co-hosting. You have all the experience, my friend, all of it. So should be excited, but this week of wrestling has been kind of meh, but it sets us all up for next week, which should be probably the biggest week in wrestling history. They, it seems to be lining up that way almost, right? It really feels as if like all of the wrestling that we've watched prior to this week in October has meant nothing compared <laughs> to this week that's coming up. I feel like, you know, whenever they throw the word words season premiere in wrestling, I don't quite get it because yeah. I didn't know that there was seasons in wrestling. <laughs> they like to... get, There is going to be a season premiere of all these shows, and that's um, incredible to me. Yeah, they, they started doing that the last couple of years, but they've never really pushed it. Or I mean, it hasn't been obviously this big, but WWE, right. is, they are just wanting to pull the rug out from AEW at all costs. And I'm very curious to see how this whole thing is going to shake out. We got a lot of news this week about AEW. They made some announcements that kind of been a little baffling for people, and they made a couple moves that's been a little bit there. So they've kind of almost done their first, seems like their first couple stumbles, which we'll get into here in a minute. And we may have another legend coming back in Saudi Arabia in November. Be kind of curious to see. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, hoping Corey's going to pop in with us here shortly. He's got, you know, teacher duty. He does have all the duties, and we know that if Corey comes on, Mr. Fitness can't be far behind. So that's always something to look forward to. Indeed. Indeed. But I think we're just going to jump in with the curtain jerkers. And... Oh, Ed, what? that's what? breaking news. Breaking news. Things about breaking things are happening. News. Things are being announced that didn't make the script. So breaking news, read the ticker across the bottom. Lots of things got announced. First, I think the biggest news, John Morrison signed a new contract with the WWE. Johnny Raw, Johnny Smackdown, Johnny NXT. I really hope that gimmick stays because as much as I liked John Morrison, it was really cool. You need to bring him back with the Johnny 
last name gimmick thing because he's really done well with that in the other promotions. So, hey, that's great news. The only thing that you get in trouble with if you do that is you already have Johnny wrestling in NXT. Right. So you got to be a little bit careful with how you do that, but it's still like that kind of floored me a little bit. I, I, I knew his contract was up after Slammiversary, and then it just was kind of radio silent, which this also probably means that uh, Tara, Taya, Valkyrie, his wife, probably isn't hmm. too far behind. The current, as far as I'm aware, knockouts champ. Probably. Uh, where do you see him going, and where do you see him on the roster? I would imagine that they would do a draft situation where he's going to get surprise drafted. I would think you put him on SmackDown. I mean, SmackDown's going to be their baby that you put him on. And I mean, it really just depends on what role they see him. Um, honestly, if I wanted to see something special, I'd want him to go to NXT and do like, you know, a thing in NXT with all of those people and really like help build that brand up and put, like I said, some established stars on there as they are want to do. So that would be really cool. But I don't know. I could see him anywhere, man. Where do you think? I'm thinking he's going to debut on the main roster and go right to the main event because John Morrison, unfortunately, in his run in WWE in the, let's say, early to late, you know, 2010s, early 2000, whatever we're going to call this decade, 10s, 2000s, he was caught in the middle with some really heavy talent at that point. Um, and I think that if he wasn't as surrounded by some of the heavy talents, like the CM Punks of the world and all that, I think you would have seen a much bigger impact, no pun intended, from Johnny Impact uh, <laughs> in his first WWE run at once he became a single star. So I think this is the perfect time for him to come back if they're going to take these brands uh, being separated seriously. I'm saying, I'm with you, I say he shows up on SmackDown and immediately makes a very strong impact as, I'm going to say a heel. Um, I think it would be kind of cool to bring him in as a heel. Um, you against maybe, be able to? Mm, they could try. I mean, you could have him do the hot run-in as a heel, maybe have a great feud with like a Daniel Bryan, or um, maybe if you wanted to bring him in as a face, have him go up against AJ Styles. That would be an incredible first feud. Um, there's so many different options, but... I, I want to say I think it'd be kind of cool to see him brought in as a cool, edgy heel and then naturally get you know over as a face because he's John freaking Morrison. So, Yeah, that, that one I was not expecting and kind of confused. Uh, also, USA got NXT. Well, it looks like Fox Sports 1 is getting a WWE show, and it's called WWE Backstage, hosted by Renee Young and Booker T. Starts November 5th, I believe it is, Tuesday, November 5th. And it's going to be on, it looks like, at night, about 10 p.m. Central. Yeah, that looks about right. So it's almost a night show. It's going to air. Well, the first, they're going to do a special preview episode Tuesday, October 15th, following the ALCS Game 3 on Fox Sports 1. And then it's going to start on Tuesday. And it's they said it's just a wrestling show for wrestling people, and they're just going to give tons of opinions and talk about wrestling. So I don't know what that's going to be, but it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it could be just that, and hopefully that's what it is. You know, like, um, I think I'm really curious to see how these shows change or do not change now that they're going to be on, you know, uh, not only, well, not so much Raw, but even Raw I think will change. But SmackDown being on a network is is very interesting, and I wonder if they're going to try not only to go for the real sports feel, but also like also just openly talk about like characters and like, you know, have a, just a wrestling show, you know, where they talk about who's really popular, who's not over. Like that would be kind of cool. Like just drop the kayfabe. Let's have some fun with it. That's because that's what we know it is, you know? Well, and I know this is a topic that comes up later, but to make with your point, that's always been one of the things that they've talked about is Fox wants that sports centered, you know, they're working on making it go from baseball to football. This is supposed to take the spot of UFC that left for ESPN. So this is, you know, supposed to be legitimate and supposedly part of this whole Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon storyline is to get some finality in that to make Shane go away. So you can start getting rid of that authority figure. You can get rid of the goofy 
all the goofy wrestling. Shane McMahon is wrestling. The run-ins, the interferences, the cheap wins, the, you know, all of the things, his hijinks that he's been doing, the shenanigans, if you will. That Fox doesn't want that. So realistically, the idea is to get rid of those types of things. And I think that then we'll get more into that as we get into SmackDown. Yes. But I think you're absolutely right. I think SmackDown is going to have a completely different feel. Yes, I agree. And that's okay. So I'm excited to see how they do that. The last of the breaking news before we can actually jump into the script is, uh, or our notes, is that next week, as we go into the season premieres and everything else in the first episode of uh, SmackDown on Fox, we're getting new commentary teams before the draft. So they're not going to just, they're not going to draft anybody. They're not doing anything. They're going to use the season premiere as a way of going, here's your new commentators for your teams. You heard about this yet? I have. I have seen that they're going to be mixing up the commentators. Yes. So on Raw is going to be uh, 205 Lives, Vic Joseph, and Dio Madden. And they're joined by Jerry the King Lawler. And that is will be, starting next week, our Raw commentary team. And then basically everybody who's on Raw now, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young, are going to SmackDown. And they will be SmackDown's commentary team. Gee, I wonder what the A's show is now. Right? They're definitely... I mean, it's USA. I mean, yeah, they got NXT and they're doing their thing. But yeah, this is kind of a... Well, what does that mean for Raw? Because let's face it, NXT is going to be the B show very quickly, if it's not already, based on what they're doing. And yeah. that Raw <laughs> announced team, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I, I like Vic Joseph, but Lawler? That's random. Yeah, I, it's a, that's, that's a really random, random commentator team. And, you know... Yeah, Byron Saxton not making the cut, and who else we say did make the cut? Byron didn't make the cut, and uh... oh, a Aiden English. Aiden English, yeah. He was on two hundred five live too, and they swapped him out for Jerry right. Lawler, which, like I said, is I mean, yeah, he brings that veteran, legendary status to the commentary team, but I always found him overrated. He worked well with jr and when you whenever you split them up and i think i think both of them have always worked best together as a team and i think it was king and right. jr that did their thing and anytime it's been either one of them separate it's it always just isn't the same and yeah. aew will figure that out soon but i think that's a that's a big deal that they're changing the announced teams and i'm glad they're not going to waste time doing the draft with it yeah that was always silly like announcers should not be part of the draft yeah so i'm excited to see that they didn't uh they're just going to do it. And next week, yeah. it just adds that whole thing where next week is going to be a completely different. It's all changed, man. It's oh, all. And, uh, you, I don't know if you. Oh, it's, sorry, it's on the script. Never mind. We'll we'll get into it. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for our listeners, but there's another piece of news I'm excited about. I can't wait for Krista to bring it up because I'll mark out. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to jump into AEW news here. AEW Dynamite, their new show, which I was listening to another podcast. Oh. I think I was listening to, I don't know, I was either listening to the Salamonster Sounds Off or We Enjoy Wrestling or something, and they were talking, I think it was Salamonster Sounds Off, and he said that AEW Dynamite is on TNT. Is that a little too on the nose? That's kind of goofy. I was laughing when he was making the comparisons and hoping that their uh, theme song is TNT by... Uh, ACDC. <laughs> oh my God. I just got that. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I saw your face. I know it took me a minute because even when I was hearing that, I was like, wait, oh my God. Yeah. TNT it's and so Dynamite. It's so subtle that I didn't even think of it. Oh it's my some God. gentle comedy. It's some gentle comedy. But AEW Dynamite has announced their baffling overseas airing schedule. Did you hear about their airing schedule? I have not. Well, I heard bits and pieces of how you can watch it overseas. Well, one of the things was was the overseas audience was always asking Tony Khan, AEW, Twitter. They were hitting everybody going, hey, how are we going to watch this show? You've announced that it's going to be on TNT. How are we going to watch this overseas? And they kept saying, you guys are going to be able to watch it for free. Don't worry about it. We'll, we're we're going to announce soon. We're going to announce soon. We're going to do all of these things. And then ITV announced the viewing schedule for AEW Dynamite the other day. And basically, the show will air on Sundays at 8.20 in the morning with a one-hour replay on Mondays at 11.45 p.m. Wow. So they will not, on free TV, they will not be able to watch AEW Dynamite 
at the same time. Like now overseas, they can watch Raw live at like one in the morning or whenever, wherever that falls, but they can still watch it when it's on, when it's live in the morning. AEW, they're not going to have that option. Now to kind of go with this, Fight TV has issued a press release saying that they're going to have AEW Plus, which is basically a $5 a month subscription to watch the four episodes a month of AEW Dynamite, or you can pay three bucks an episode. So now you got to pay a premium package and you can watch AEW Dynamite. I believe it's still on at the same time, but if you don't get, get that subscription base, then you're not watching that live Hmm. and that overseas that's a big deal and you know you're pissing off a lot of your overseas we have some overseas listeners and i'm sure i'd love to hear about how aew is viewed for you guys so let us know because we got tnt next wednesday but i don't know when the first episode airs i guess sunday at 8 20 if they don't want to sign up for the fight tv thing i don't know it's uh they're hitting some roadblocks man um in some roadblocks, so I mean the pressure is mounting uh, for this program, and um, I know we've talked about it the last couple of weeks. <sighs> I even if they put on an amazing show, I don't know if it's going to be enough. So they've got to pull out all the stops. Like they have to make us all lose our minds watching this first program to make us feel like this is going to work. Yes, that's how and- I feel like. And to find out if that's something we can do, we're going to preview and compare week one of NXT, because this will technically, yeah, they've had two weeks, but it's been that hour broke up. The next week is their first head-to-head. We're week one of the Wednesday Night War, if you want to call it that. So let's have a little fun, and let's preview these couple episodes and see what they do. Now, NXT, their ratings from last night's episode, they did drop, but they're still over a million viewers. They're just over a million now, so... There's there's there is an audience on Wednesday for wrestling. Now I'm very curious to see how how fractured do you think that might get next week with AEW? Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh because I already felt the pressure this week of uh the amount of wrestling mm-hmm. that uh I was watching or tra- attempting to watch and um I can only imagine what it's going to be like to add another show. Um it's it's <laughs> I'm actually happy SmackDown is moving to Friday because uh, it at least gives you that break on Tuesday and Thursday, um, right? Unless Impact is moving to Tuesday. <laughs> so not, Impact, I, I know. I, I think Thursday is the only day that don't ha- does not have some form of professional wrestling as of right now. Yeah. Because... Thursday, because Tuesday is going to be Impact. I don't mm. know when Ring of Honor airs or when they yeah. do what they do. And when there's a pay-per-view, now NXT does NXT and AEW do Saturday nights, yeah. and WWE does Sunday nights. So it's like literally every night there could be wrestling on, and <laughs> it's just we picked a really weird time to want to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of t- lot to talk about, but. Yeah, but uh, I I don't know. I th- I do think it's going to be fragmented. I I think you will see um, lower numbers, but more balanced numbers. Maybe the first couple weeks, I think uh, the people that are just curious to see what AEW is all about are going to watch that first episode, um, and they'll probably record NXT. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Well, see, and because I, I do want to watch it live, I want to see what they do live to hook me. That's, that's why I want to, I want to see what they do. I, and that was always my plan. That was always my plan was I was saying, okay, I'll watch NXT later. Like I, you normally do. I'll, Cause normally I watch NXT on Thursday morning anyway. And I, if I have the ability, which I do now, I would watch an or AEW live. Then AEW or Jesus NXT next week announced their show. And right. I don't know if I can not watch that show. So let's I'm going to get into NXT, <laughs> the first full live episode on USA. The three matches that they've announced so far is Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae for the Women's Championship, the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Championship, and as of the main event on the USA episode last night, Adam Cole's defending his title against Matt Riddle. Like, come on. <laughs> Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the heavyweight cha- NXT Heavyweight Championship. I-, I need to watch that match when it's yes. on. Like that—that yeah. that is that. 
I cannot imagine, and I'm going to go over here what AEW has planned for their first episode, but Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the... Yeah, like, that, I, that's going to be dynamite, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had a pun intended there, buddy. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, that's just... That's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's just silly. That's, I mean, there's no one out all the stops. It. It's great. That's ridiculous. Now, do you think we see any title changes on that? Yeah. On which I one? Do. do you think we lose? Do you think Undisputed Era? Or do you think Baszler finally loot? Um, I think the storyline of the Undisputed Era getting the titles was great. But I now think you have to start thinking about the future and, um, the success story that I want to point out of the Undisputed Era, I mean, all these guys are great, but Roderick Strong, his career kind of renaissance going back to NXT, because if you remember, he did go to the main roster, and he was on, I believe, 205 Live for a little bit. Really wasn't working out. Went back to NXT and, you know, got that, you know, got it off of his back now that he got, a you know, a, a belt. I think a really cool storyline would be, hey, let's... We have all of a sudden him be the one with gold in the undisputed era, and see how that affects the team. So that could be that could be that a could cool be a story. really cool storyline. That because, could be a cool story. You know, I think uh, Roderick Strong to me is a natural baby face. I think he actually kind of makes the undisputed era get those face pops in a lot of ways, along with Adam Cole. But yeah, like I think Matt Riddle is great. I could see him holding that title now. I can see the Street Profits getting the NXT titles only because they've been on raw so much that I think it would be kind of smart maybe to put the gold back on them. Um, but we'll see, you know, it'll yeah. be an interesting show. And I think, I think what? somebody has joined what? the podcast. Wait a minute. Who, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> it's your uncle Leo. <laughs> oh my goodness. By God, it, it must be the one and only Corey has done a run in on his own podcast. He has. And you it came at the perfect time because we were just breaking down next week's beginning of the Wednesday Night Wars, the first Wednesday of NXT versus AEW Dynamite on TNT. Also Dynamite. All right. Um can you give me one second as I'm trying to figure out my audio here? And I want to make sure you guys are got me on the right device. Uh, sure, we'll yep. just keep talking Check while your you figure microphone. your stuff out. I will announce that I saw Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle for the NXT Championship at that live event I went to earlier in the year, and it was awesome. So oh, now man. you put them on live TV and let them do what they're going to do and not a little live event somewhere. That's, I mean, that's good stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, I went to MSN.com, had a rundown of... AEW Dynamite's first episode. So, I mean, what they have going on is they have Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, which we know Corey is very excited about. Yes. The AEW Women's Championship, Nyla Rose versus Rio, which I don't know if anyone's excited about it. Uh, is is that unfair for, for me to say? I mean, I'm more excited for Nyla Rose, even though the funny thing is the vibe I'm getting is everybody else likes the other one. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm, unfortunately, I'm waiting for the show to bring me in. Right. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks is facing Chris Jericho with two mystery partners, which I would think at this point they should want to announce some of those mystery partners, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, the one match that they did announce was Hangman Page versus Pac, which would probably be a solid match. MJF versus Brandon Cutler, oh, and then they and then they said uh, John Moxley set to appear at the event, and um, then obviously there's potential surprise debuts to draw some buzz as Cody Rhodes has stated that we've only seen about forty percent of the roster, so huh. there are potentially big names that could show up, and obviously CM Punk is at the top of everybody's expectations. And that's so, the reason why I will be watching live. So if CM Punk comes out, you're ready? I, I you am. know what? I will be in. It makes sense. I mean, if you're gonna try to make a splash on the net on the, you know, TNT network, that would be a good way to do it. That will well, cause Corey, a lot of buzz. Corey, I, I was gonna ask you now that you're on, we we were all talking like, you know, I think Chris brings up a great point about how good this NXT card is. 
to the point where he doesn't want to miss it live. I have decided that I am going to watch AEW live and record NXT only because I want to see I want to see if AEW can prove to me what they're going to do to make their first show amazing. So that's why I am going to watch it live. So what are you going to be doing? Well, here's the thing. So first off, and I apologize if they've already covered any of this, because as I told you, I just literally, for the record, everyone, I literally just came back from a uh, curriculum night. I'm a teacher, so I just got done talking to parents for two hours, and my voice is about tired. I was telling these guys I was possibly not going to do it, but... Since I'm a trooper, I couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help it. I had to do a run in. Um, So here's the thing. So NXT, the one thing I did like, I liked how they didn't have all the talent on both weeks. Do you notice how they advertised talent for next week? So we didn't get to see them this week. That's brilliant because that answers one of my critical questions. How can you maintain some of these high quality matches if you're going to do it weekly? The answer, you don't wrestle every week. It's brilliant, and I like it, and I think AEW needs to follow that pattern. So my question is going to be, if AEW follows the pattern of NXT, it's going to be a tough decision for me to make. But right now, I was texting uh, both you guys when I was watching NXT. I'm a huge fan of because I watched the opening match. And what's that? The big guy, Keith uh, Lee. Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. I will be very honest with you. I knew of him, but I didn't really follow him all that much. And then when Asking I watched NXT, glory. when I watched NXT, I became a super fan. Yeah, bask in his glory. Yeah, him he and is Dominic Dijakovic, man. That every all three of their matches are phenomenal. So and some of the stuff they, that they do. So are they doing a best of seven? I have no idea what they're they doing. They could, and I would watch. Well, because some of the commentary was giving the impression like they fought before and it, it wasn't a very clear winner, and then this time they, the, the second they, time, Flea wins. And they did a they did their first match was a no contest. They got counted out. It was a double count out. Then the second match that they did a few weeks ago, uh, Dominic Dijakovic won, and then this last night Keith Lee won. So now they're tied one to one. So they have to have at least one more to figure out who's you know who would be the better of the feud but they've traded wins back and forth out of the three that they've had i'm so glad i'm so glad you both get to see the basque in his glory which is keith lee yeah he's awesome and he's got one of the best theme songs in wrestling yeah he's good stuff and that yeah that match watching the the, watching the two big guys just flip around and flip de doo was good stuff which was weird because apparently buddy murphy was tweeting about like completely bashing that match while it was on and which is really weird for someone within the same like company because he he didn't like that they kicked out of the uh uh canadian destroyer off the top rope Mm -hmm. and then they kicked out of it and he was and buddy murphy didn't like that they kicked out of that Mm. really so yeah and he apparently tweeted about it which i thought was weird but that is what it was but next wednesday should be very interesting but yeah i, I don't know if i can i mean so Corey, I are you watching aew live or are you watching nxt live next wednesday sorry guys apparently they're not going to let me go without a clear answer <laughs> to this so um to answer your question i am going to honestly watch aew all right i'm gonna watch aew live I'm going to record NXT um, because I I now know after watching NXT, I, I, I get the vibe of what their, their product looks like. I, I now understand that the talent's not going to wrestle every week. The production value, I don't know if you guys talked about it. I actually like the lighting that NXT was mm-hmm. doing. Like mm-hmm. It was good presentation lighting. Um, I, I liked how the entrances looked um the feel of it of course you you can tell that they're in a small venue and that crowd reaction was great so now that i've seen all that i'm gonna give aew an opportunity so i'm gonna watch it live and kind of see how they plan to counter this cool so this is good chris can tell us about what's I'm happening and ruin everything on nxt, NXT and <laughs> we'll talk and you know what i i'm not afraid to admit it if they disappoint me 
in like the first 10 minutes or so. And I'm not hooked. I'm going right to NXT. They needed to hook me in the well, first 10 minutes. And, and it needs to be, and it needs, I mean, realistically, because I'm not going to say if I, I'm not going to do flipping, but that's the thing is it's like, you have to count. They have to count a program. They have to, it has to be like Ron Nitro, you know, where it was like, you're going, we're going to watch, I'm going to watch whatever is the most exciting thing. So if they're going to do the Matt Riddle, Adam Cole match, and the other one's just putting on a weird, you know, promo or a weird just match, I'm going to watch, you know, I mean, it's like, you got to program against each other now, which is interesting. So be curious to see, but we didn't get to talk about it last week, but Anthem who owns impact wrestling purchased Access TV, who owns Ring of Honor and airs uh, New Japan. So there's a lot of wrestling going on in Access. So Impact Wrestling is getting off the hunting channel, moving to Access TV in October. But uh, it was exclusively broke by SE Scoops today, I believe, that AEW swooped in and basically took the entire <laughs> video production company that runs Impact Wrestling, that's also run by Kevin Sullivan, um, <laughs> and they basically gutted Impact's production team. Now, Impact is saying, oh, they just took like one or two guys, but the report said that's not true. They took production designers, web design. I mean, they just gutted this production team, you know, the people who put together and make Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, now all work for AEW. That's Low actually move, a very, I mean, that's a good move because I will say Impact's production is very clean. It's very crisp. Um, I think that was actually, I mean, I know, I think we're very critical of AEW. And listeners, if you feel like we're being too critical, please email us. We want to hear it. Trust us, we are being critical because we want them to succeed. Do not get lost in, don't let that be lost on you. We do not want them to be the second WCW. We want them to be the first AEW. So I think this is a ch the chance for me to give them props. If they did that, that's a really smart move. So yeah, that's Kevin only going to help them. Kevin Sullivan said that Anthem did not lock down into a new contract. And AEW made them an offer, so they took it. So now uh, AEW's got a whole production company, and Impact Wrestling's got a scramble uh, just weeks ahead of their debut on Access TV on Tuesdays. So is there any wrestling on Thursdays, Corey? On Thursdays? Yeah. Uh, I, I sure hope not, because, <laughs> I mean... We were counting the days before you came in, and we were like, well, Raw much. on Monday, Impact on Tuesday, NXT and AEW on Wednesday, nothing on Thursday, SmackDown on Friday, Saturdays are going to be takeovers and AEW pay-per-views, and Sundays are WWE pay-per-views. Okay, and you know what? You're talking and throwing this all at me, and let's, <laughs> let's have a peek behind the curtain, okay? Ed, you know, without my, me knowing, had lunch with my wife and a mutual friend of ours, and, you know, he was already talking about this, this concern about all yes, this wrestling. So you, you want to throw me under the bus. This man over here is, is concerned about all the wrestling he's going to have to cover as well. No, I already said, I, I will fully admit that I, I've said that uh, before you jumped on. This is a lot of wrestling. And, hey, I love wrestling, but this is a <laughs> lot of wrestling. And I don't care if you podcast out there about wrestling. You all know this is a lot of wrestling to watch every week and it's, it's got to stand out. It's got to be good because how well, easy I, would it just be to say, I can't do this anymore. You're already well, giving me well, eight hours of wrestling and now it's not right. good. What am I doing well, with my life? Hey, not even Conrad Thompson could keep up with this stuff. Okay. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> so wish us luck, ladies and gentlemen, wish us luck luck no no there is no luck we're not going to survive it's not happening right well just something like CM, that we thought just like cm punk said luck's for losers yeah something <laughs> else that we thought was never going to happen stone cold steve austin says i could do one more match he's yeah. just trying to get all the <laughs> he's just getting all the morlocks all in a frenzy yeah there, there's nothing to that well well we're about five weeks away from the next crown jewel in Saudi Arabia. And oh. if, if anything's shown to see something that we never thought we'd see, it is those Saudi Arabia shows. So what do you think the chances are? Stone Cold shows up at crown jewel in November. 
you know what? The chances are high, Chris, okay? Yeah. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy about it at all. I do not want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin make his return match in Saudi Arabia, okay? I don't want to see that. You don't want him to get that payday? No. No, it'll be, guys, it'll be great. We'll have like a freaking like six-man tag. I mean, we'll have Austin, and somewhere in there there'll be Shawn Michaels, and we'll have Undertaker, and then Edge will come back out of retirement, and maybe Christian will be thrown into the mix. And I mean, good God. We might even get Chris Nowinski. He'll come out of the freaking uh, so, concussion so field. Saying, and... What you're saying is that this Saudi Arabia show is going to be the WWE 2K15 match I put together when I was <laughs> really drunk getting home from the bars at 2 a.m. that I'd put like a random six-man of every legend and Chris Nowinski in. Great. Exactly. Awesome. That's Chris Nowinski got the pin and went won. Exactly. <laughs> That's, hey. see, that, it's going to happen just like that. So who do who do they put him? I mean, okay, say this is going to happen. Who do you want to see him, regardless of if you want to see it? Who do you put him in the ring with? Someone current? You put him in there with an AJ Styles? Or do you put him in there with, like, Triple H or someone? Do you do, an, like, a legend versus legend? Or do you put him in there against, do you do a dream match? It'll definitely be a legend versus legend, or even better yet, they'll probably make it a tag match because who knows how how well he can hold, you know? Because he does have a legitimate neck issue. Really? He can't take a crazy, you know, fall or a bump. So it's like I would say that it's not going to be a singles match whatsoever. It's going to be a tag match where he has limited time, only has to put in his few spots, and then boom, he can finish it with the stunner, and everyone's happy. I personally would love to see Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold, Stunner versus Stunner, if they can get Kevin Owens back on track in w- a couple months. But that'd be the only that'd be the only current superstar I could see him having a, a match with. A match with. Uh, but it, I agree with Corey. It'd probably be a legend versus legend match. Well, I think. what if what if they throw the money at CM Punk? And you do Austin well, Punk at Saudi Arabia. I mean, crazier things have happened at these shows. I, and I, they got money. The money. I would be very upset. <laughs> I was going to say. I can see it in your face right now. <laughs> you so guys upset. can't see Ed. His face is so red right now as he's just sitting there because he knows that that could actually happen. There is a world where there is a universe in the multiverse around us, the Spider Verse, that that actually is going to happen in November and some some version of us is watching that and talking about that right now and he can you can see it in his face dirty oil money <laughs> dirty oil money <laughs> that's all I got to say about that but yes yeah, oh, so God. that's gonna do it 40 minutes in I think that's enough jerking the curtain oh I thought you were ending the show right now I was like whoa we're done <laughs> we we almost could we almost could because you know what Raw and SmackDown kind of sucked. Yeah. I don't know if Mr. Fitness is showing up. Every We got season premieres next week. There wasn't anything that happened. But hold on, wannabe gym rats. You know what? It doesn't matter if the product was great or the product sucked or the fact this silly podcast is rambling on for 40 by God minutes. Mr. Fitness will always show up to please the audience because, once again, who's going to save this episode? Clearly, Corey's run-in isn't enough of it. Hello, wannabe gym rats. This is Mr. Fitness. And guess what? I don't have a scripted promo. (laughs) So you know what? I'm just going to wing it this week on the weekly sits and fits because let's face it i actually do got a life outside of wrestling so i don't need the 87 hours a week of wrestling to watch like ed and chris well ladies and gentlemen like you said you can hear the cannons the war is begun we got nxt in its second week hitting solid matches and by freaking God, Keith freaking Lee, let me tell you, if there was a man with crazy genetics, that is the man indeed, because the stuff that he can do, it doesn't make any sense. How in the world does a man as big as him 
do a freaking flip off the mid rope. I mean, it's just not possible. But for that man, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest thing this week happened as we get to see King Corbin. Yes, that's right. I'm a mark for King Corbin. By God, that look, that crown, did you see it? Did you see the robe? This is the gimmick that Baron Corbin needs. Because you know what? It's gonna He's going to rub it in the face of all you fat, poor hygiene morlocks because you won't stand the look of him as he walks down with that crown because hear ye, hear ye, there's the king. Ladies and gentlemen, let's face it, Bray Wyatt, he is running things week in and week out. And he added another friend to his wall. And who is that? None other than Braun Strowman. Boy, I wonder where this is headed. Because clearly WWE is going to screw up something at one point with this Bray Wyatt character. I'm calling it, it's going to be hell in the cell. Because Braun Strowman's going to find a stupid way to get in the cage. Ladies and gentlemen, once again next week, you have to endure the 127 hours of wrestling that will be presented. Now, let me tell you, if you plan on keeping your friendships, if you plan on maintaining your relationship with your girlfriend, boyfriend, dog, whatever you're into, maybe you're married, and maybe you want to maintain a happy relationship, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you dare to attempt to watch all 186 hours of wrestling, that is next week. I'm going to assure you one thing, that you will walk out of this thing with absolutely nobody to support you. Nobody to be with you. Nobody to play with you. You will, in fact, be playing with yourself. So this is I, Mr. Fitness, giving you advice as I close this off in this non-scripted promo. Please do not watch all the 215 hours of wrestling that will be on every week starting next week. Because who's got time for that? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm cutting this off. This is Mr. Fitness's weekly sits and fits. Don't sit, just stay fit. Oh, sh- Mr. Fitness just gave me an ab workout from laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a nice PSA. You know, the more you know, <laughs> knowing's half the battle. I like that we suddenly have to watch more hours of wrestling that are actually in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now... Raw, I I really don't even know what happened on Raw. The Fiend attacked Braun Strowman, and he added Apo- Kane to his wall. But he apologized for it later. He did. He did. And he then did. they did. And I'm I'm jumping around, but then they did the same ending as the week before. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, I loved it last week, but then this week I'm like, I already saw this. Yeah, I mean, I so it really did feel, which is cool, you know, for the hype of next week, but it really did feel this week was just a way to wrap it up until next week. Um, really not much in the way of stories, uh, not much in the way of um, moving things along because I feel like we are going to kind of start and fresh. And, you know, Corey, you missed this, but, you know, the concept of a season premiere in wrestling, I don't really know what that means, but maybe I'll understand a little bit more of what a season premiere in wrestling is, because I didn't know we had official seasons. So yeah, I've always found that funny how they do that. But the thing is, is this is their like Raw, the season premiere of Raw, is Raw's go home show for Hell in a Cell, right? So it's like, yeah, you're setting up all these matches and you're doing all this stuff for Raw. But how are you setting up that pay-per-view? Now, are we just going to have another interference with The Fiend heading into the... You know, it's like, 
how do you how do you build these stories now when you're building other stories as as they did on Raw? They had a solid five way match for to uh, discover the number one contender for the Universal Championship next Monday. So not only does Seth Rollins have to worry about Bray Wyatt in the cell next Sunday, he now has to go through Rey Mysterio next Monday. Which then, what's the story? How does that help build the match for Hell in a Cell? I think they should do the Firefly Funhouse live. And I think that I would be okay with like maybe doing a cool segment of it live on Raw with the puppets and everything. But then like, no, you want to see that so bad. That would be so cool. But then like, I feel it's okay to have Bray Wyatt actually take a a beat down. Don't have a fiend. Don't have the fiend take a beat down, but maybe you have Bray Wyatt actually take a beat down because he is kind of like the manager. So I don't know. I just like I feel like there's gonna have to be ways you get this character to have a couple uh, comeuppance eventually. So how do you do that? So I think you know. Do I think the Fiend should absolutely win at Hell in a Cell? Absolutely, I made that clear. But how do you how do you make this character seem like there's a chance against him? That's the only and really that's the only way I see them doing it is if you have Bray Wyatt like be attacked or. Mm-hmm. comes out of a fight and he seems to, you know, get a little beat up. I don't know. It's going to be so, interesting. Here, here's what I'm thinking, and I'm not feeling very good about this. I think the Braun Strowman attack is symbolic to, at Hell in the Cell, Bray Wyatt's not walking out the champ. Um, I think this just gave the reason why Bray, that Braun Strowman is going to somehow find his way in the cell and turn this into more of a squash finish. So they're going to do the same thing they did last year. Yeah. Where they're going to end a hell in a cell with a no finish. Well, no, no DQ match. (laughs) Cause here's the thing you just did it. So then like, if you think storyline wise, does Braun Strowman do nothing during the hell in the cell match? So it's like, why do it? Especially a character like Braun, if you think psychologically, Braun should, okay, he has a problem now with Bray Wyatt. So now he's going to make sure that Bray Wyatt does not win that title. And right now, the big thing is is that at the end of the day, Bray Wyatt can't lose clean. Not with the way that they're building up this character. Now, is it time for him to be the champ or not? That's, I mean, I'm with Ed. I think it needs to happen. Um, I don't like the fact that they did this Monday thing. I think it ruins kind of what we anticipate will happen. If you're already kind of advertising the next opponent. So, that's, that's what I got. Well, you just assume that, you know, like I said, the Rollins-Rey Mysterio is, I'm sure that'll be a fine match next week. That's just going to turn into the Fiend attacking Rey Mysterio and knocking out another legend. I mean, it's just... And then you already have this big match booked for Hell in a Cell, so... Or you could attack Dominic. Or you could attack Dominic. That would be I've been waiting for Dominic to attack since the Samoa Joe feud, so... That would be good. I would be cool with that. Rey Mysterio needs to attack Dominic. That would be good, yeah. That would be awesome. Was there, and I had nothing else that happened on Raw that was worth talking about. Anything that you guys remember? Nope. Uh, Sorry, guys. Yeah, for what I can remember now. No. Yeah, I looked through all the highlights and I was like, nope, this isn't worth talking about. This isn't worth talking about. So, you know, like I said, the five way was fine, but I kind of, with they put all the champions in there, it was like, well, they're not going to win. Right. So it became very obvious that it was going to either be it was just became obvious it was going to be Rey Mysterio because Robert Roode just fought Rollins the week before. So I'm like, well, they're not going to do that. So it just was weird. But then we come to the final SmackDown live on USA. It's over. It's an end of another era. They're leaving yes. USA again. They did their last episode. And you know what? It was fine. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I actually enjoyed SmackDown for the most part. I think they actually kind of built very well towards their next uh you know obviously the the next big show but then again this show had to be pretty good because of where smackdown's going 
And uh, the ratings were up for this last episode. So that's a good thing going into the Fox move. Now, my biggest thing with SmackDown this week, biggest thing, is who lets Kyrie Zane run at full speed with a periscope up to her face? She is going to impale her brain. Like, who who thinks that that's okay? I've seen her do that before, too. She just full-on runs holding that thing to her eye. <laughs> like, she's going to, and it reminds me, every time, I remember I was standing in my bedroom when I was younger, and I was just looking out the front, you know, you, sometimes you just look outside. And I was standing, and I was looking outside, and I saw this kid. And this kid was on a bike. But he was holding binoculars up to his face, and he was trying to ride a bike while looking through binoculars. <laughs> And it was the funniest thing, and I couldn't stop laughing because this this kid is just it's just weaving around because he's looking, he's not looking where he's going. He's looking down the street, and he's just trying. But he was determined to ride his bike while looking through binoculars. So I always think of that with her. But like she's running full speed with this this like periscope, this hard object up against her face. If she trips and falls, she's impaling her brain. Do you think if that happened, they'd continue the show? <laughs> Kyrie Zane pirated her brain. Ed, I'm just a. I love the fact that you're getting a little bit of insight into our childhood neighborhood because uh, yeah. Chris and I grew up in the same neighborhood. So uh, welcome. Were you the kid with the binoculars on the bike? I'll never tell. I will not lie. I was not the kid. First off, if I was the kid with binoculars, Chris would be finishing that story with, yeah, the kid ended up falling forward and smashed binoculars through his eye. Yeah. That would have been my story. And that's why and I he, would have that fear. And he died. And that that's the story. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that really had a sick turn, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Kyrie Zane, I just, that, that, was, that was my takeaway from SmackDown. Was well, her chasing I, the twenty four seven championship? I have this visual in my head now. I can't even remember what happened on SmackDown. Oh, well, we did get Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon marching towards finality. I think <laughs> <laughs> only after two months being late, but I think it's finally going to be over. And that so was what, what I was talking. Are they doing about like now. a ladder match or something They're like that? They're having a ladder, a ladder match. match. Yeah. They're having a ladder match for basically each other's careers next. On Friday, on the SmackDown. So this will be Shane McMahon's, what's assuming his last appearance. This is writing him off TV. As I stated earlier, this was kind of the rumored storyline. Fox doesn't want the shenanigans that Shane McMahon provides. So this should be the end. If KO wins, Shane McMahon is fired. And if they're basically, you know, loser leaves town match. And they're going to have a ladder match for the contract. Well, you know what? At least we can say, I mean, I know it seems like this week's wrestling was kind of eh. At least we can say for SmackDown, you know, when they, they hop over, I mean, we're going to get a good show. I think it's safe to say we're going to get a good show. And that match is, you know they're going to pull all the stops. Yeah. And then they did open SmackDown hot with that Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan match that got like two commercial breaks. It went for a while. And uh, they beat the hell out of each other. And Daniel Bryan just really is outside of that one move when he went to go do that iron claw from outside the ring in and Daniel Bryan's leg got stuck in the rope and it looked like he just got dropped on his head. That scared me. I didn't like that. But I also didn't like the spot Ali took where he looked like he broke his own neck. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yeah. He did that suicide dive and over rotated and pretty much crashed into the table head first. Yeah, Yeah. that looked 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 really bad. But no, the Daniel Bryan match was good. And. Like, um, I think, you know, I, I said it last week that I thought they were going to start turning Daniel Bryan back to babyface to make him a top babyface, which is what he should be. Um, and I feel like this episode really cemented it. I even like the, you know, Reigns, you know, typical top face tried to pick him up and pull him up and Daniel Bryan smacked, you know, smacked the hand out because it's like, no, we're not going to forget about all all the things that just happened, you know. But, you know, they're going to have this tag match. I hope it's non-shenanigans. I hope it's a legit tag match and we get a good entertaining bout, you know. I so. just, for me, I just want them to move on. It's like I, I've kind of really been disappointed in the way that this whole story ended up turning out. And I know that there was some errors in the process of this story. So Daniel Bryan turning face, my only, my only you know, criticism of it is... Are we really going to get the Daniel Bryan 
is it going to be back to the yes, yes, yes stuff? Can he get back to that height? Because it seemed like when he did return, I felt like the the thrill and the excitement kind of died off. So I was more bought into him as a heel right now because it just felt like it needed to happen. And then I felt like they kind of just cut that short. Well, I mean, they could still pull a swerve and have him be a leader of a new faction or something. But the reason I don't think that's going to happen is like he's been getting his butt kicked like week in and week out. It'd be it'd be very it'd be a stretch from a storyline perspective to do that. I just don't know why they couldn't have stretched the 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 planet's champion. Like I was really into yeah. it. I felt dude, like it was his, great. His promo work was really good. It was something different from the whole yes, yes, yes face character. So I just wish that would have had more time because it seemed like the moment that he lost the title, it kind of just, it kind of went away. Well, you know what? I'm going to challenge him. If he, you know, I know he probably doesn't listen to our podcast, but it seems like all the best heels are the only ones that figure out how to redo their characters time after time to stay over, like Chris Jericho, for example. Um Daniel Bryan, I challenge you to find a way to get just as popular as you were before with the Planet's Champion gimmick as a face. I I think that that's where he's going. I think I really think that that's what they're doing. I really think that that's. I just I think that that's what they're going to do, and I think he can do it. I have no doubt that Daniel Bryan can still get that gimmick over and become a face and just, he still has that underdog. So, I mean, it doesn't matter what you put him as. And I think, I think he can do it. Yeah, I do too. And I'd be curious to see how they're going to do. And we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, probably next week, but with this draft thing coming up here in the next couple of weeks as to where they're going to move some of these guys. And, you know, they're, they're making a lot of people big deals. So it's, you know, do you split up Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns and you make one of the face of each show? Where does Rollins fall in this? Like, who are going to be the faces? Because if you're going to have an a official brand extension here, then you're going to have to have who's your big star on SmackDown, who's your big smart star on Raw, where's Roman Reigns go? Does he get ever get back into the main event picture, or is he just going to keep having weird feuds? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there's, lots, there's lots to unpack in the upcoming weeks. Um, but I'd be interesting. I'm sure Reigns and Brian versus the Bludgeon Brothers at Hell in a Cell would be a pretty. I wonder if they're going to call match. them that. Are they going to just go back to being the Bludgeon Brothers, or are they going to just be Harper and Rowan? Which I think I, just Harper oh and god, Rowan. please that's, be Harper Rowan. Yeah, that's all I want. Because this actually, if anything, this helped them out. It didn't do much for Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns, but I think it did a, something for them. Yeah. Because yeah. once they exit this feud, they're the top heel team right now so i mean you can do anything with these guys so yeah they're they're doing their part eric rowan's eric rowan's doing what he needs to do and it's been entertaining it's been entertaining for the train wreck that the storyline fell into it's still you know there's still good coming out of it hopefully we'll still figure out who that man was who was that man i hope he got back to his family I hope he did get back to his family. He's still Maybe they just that dropped him ring. off like at a diner on a shady road and they'll show that they'll show that video of them just dropping him off and he fell off the back of the limo and right. somebody picked him up and didn't realize he was a a wrestler. Right. You know. That's what that's what yeah. I'll end it in my head as. He's just in a felt bag on the side of the road. That's well, that's dark. Well, you know, that's what the AEW championship. That was what I was trying to parallel. Oh, got it, got it, okay. Yeah, yeah, not, oh, not just like, not a murder. <laughs> <laughs> see, guys, and, and, and I'm just sitting back here listening to these guys, and do, do you see how sometimes it's hard to be their friends because they keep on just, like, they go all over the place, their brains are never in order, and uh, why do I keep doing this podcast with you guys? You love it. You love it. So next week is season premiere week. Not only we went over NXT and AEW earlier, now, to bookend our Wednesday night shenanigans, or whatever we want to call it, the Wednesday night war, we also now have Raw and SmackDown season premieres. And on Raw, they have now set up Rollins versus Rey Mysterio for the Universal Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks, AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander for the U.S. title, The Miz TV with Hogan and Flair, 
And that's those are all the ma- announced matches just on Raw for the season premiere. Those are some big matches. Yeah. And I think they even announced earlier that uh, Rude and Ziggler are going to defend the tag team championships against Heavy Machinery. And that's also happening on Raw. Yeah, that is. And then we have the first ever SmackDown on Fox on Friday nights. We're back to Friday night SmackDown. And we are going to have uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch versus the Huggers, which they did just have that match, but that was a solid match at Madison Square Garden. And Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar's first SmackDown or just TV match in like 15 years. So Kofi Kingston defending his championship against Brock Lesnar. That's a big week of wrestling next week. It is. And I just hope AEW is ready to take the hit. Cause I mean, obviously this is all put together to, really pin AEW to a wall and say, okay, so what do you got? Well, but AEW also too, I mean, yeah, the NXT thing kind of came, would come as a swerve, but they knew when they announced when they were going to premiere on TNT, they knew it was going to be the first SmackDown on Fox on Friday, which they knew was going to be a big deal. Now, granted that happens after Dynamite premieres. So, I mean, they probably didn't think it was going to be as, but now when you throw NXT in there and, you bookend those with those big Raw and SmackDown, it really makes AEW seem not... They, it takes away a little hype, I think. It does, and then it just... It's just a reminder, I mean, as, as much as WWE's kind of playing the, uh, you know, they're not trying to, like, say it's a war. They're not trying to really recognize AEW's competition. In my opinion, they're not competition. But... This is like one of those, like, they're giving AEW a reminder. Hey, just remember who the king is in town. So this is really going to send a message their way. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think fans, I mean, as much as fans crap on the WWE product, fans are more loyal to the WWE product than AEW. I can. I, don't know. I just. I I think I've said it already, but. And I think we're not the only ones that think this. This show's got an uphill battle. It's got an uphill battle, and, um, that's why I'm going to give them my full attention. I think that's the fair thing to do, as a critical viewer. Like I want to see what they really try to do to get me, sucked into where I want to watch what's going on on AEW every single week. And right now I have my doubts because NXT has already been doing a great Wednesday show for years. And now they just finally got their main audience. So, I mean, there's no reason to, you know, not watch NXT, but, um, you know, AEW, the, the concept of it, you know, why it exists and all that. I'm all for that. Okay. You're here now. You're on TNT. Let's see what you got. I just hope that this AEW episode, the the big thing they got to do is you got to start helping the audience know the story behind characters. Get get the audience familiar with the characters and then start building the stories that you want to get started. So obviously they've already announced like Cody and Jericho. Okay, get get that story really going on the first episode. And then whatever other rivalries you want to get started right away, get it going. And then, because really the only way you're going to get this audience to really have to make a decision on whether to choose NXT or AEW is really through the getting them familiar. Exactly. So it's going to be an exciting week. I am excited for it. See how much we can watch. We will be back next week ready to talk about everything, probably SmackDown. We'll have to figure out how it'll work that. Hold, hold on. Before, yeah, he's trying to wrap this up, but, I mean, we we really got to have a serious talk. I mean, how are we going to make this work? I mean, Chris, you and I are married. Um, Ed, you're, you're single, so you're fine. You're going to survive this. But, Chris, according to Mr. Fitness, we got, like, 287 hours of 
wrestling, how can we accomplish this and still make sure we're, we're married when this is, this is all done. This is all through. That's the gag. You guys will be divorced by the end of next week. And then we can watch all the wrestling we want. (laughs) Guys, I'm not moving in with you all because that'll just drive me crazy, okay? I've only got one guest room, so you and Chris would have to sleep together. Bunk beds. (sighs) Not even that. One full. (laughs) Hope you guys don't hog the sheets. Yeah, this podcast is done. (laughs) It's not happening. Everybody, too much wrestling, too much wrestling. But whatever you guys do next week, I know we're joking, we're cracking jokes, but you know what, really, watch wrestling responsibly. Yeah, don't get addicted. Don't get addicted. Make sure you got a life outside of wrestling. Ed, make sure you're paying attention. I'm talking to you, too. I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) Right here. But I think that's going to wrap it for us this week. We did a lot of previewing. We'll be back next week with the only episode 46 of 123 Yes Wrestling there will ever be. Shoot us your emails at 123yeswrestling at gmail.com. All those good things. Rate, review us. All of the things that we would appreciate you guys doing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So how many stars? You haven't asked that in a while. I know I haven't. How many stars are we looking for? Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars, ladies and gentlemen. We will see how we survive next week. Be very interesting to see. But until then, take it easy. See you next time. See ya. Bye. See ya.